We are starting the last five words, six words, on Daf Pei Amid Beis. Tanu Rabbanon. Asarit Ra Misli Yeshua. Yeshua Benun, when Klaisel went there to Israel, perhaps while they were standing in the yard, according to some shittas, he made them make, accept these ten conditions that they uh, are going to be willing to abide by in order to be able to go conquer and inherit the land. Uh, the overall, if you had to talk about the 10 in a very general sense, is basically realize you're not Balabas. You're more than welcome to live here in Israel, but it's Hashem's country, it's Hashem's land. You can enjoy it as well, even though you think that this is your home. This is, that's the overarching theme of come out all the 10, of all the 10, the 10 nine that Yeshua Benun made. What are they? So the Gemara's going to run through all 10, and then take apart each one individually, so we'll also run through it and then Go slowly through them as we go. Number one, Number one, that you have to allow people to pasture in their in a, in, a, in a forest, and the owner of the forest has no right to object. Number two, and you allowed to go to somebody's backyard and collect wood if uh, if you need wood. Okay. Number three, you're allowed to collect grass from anybody's property. Unless the person has their growing fenugreek, then you can't collect grass. We'll come back to this. Number four. You're allowed to cut off branches, trim branches, to take it to go anywhere. Except for a fistful of Zayish tree. We'll come back to it. Five. A new stream that starts in somebody's private property. Everybody's a lot of benefit from that stream. It's not only his stream. Number six. You're allowed to go fishing in the Kineres. As long as you don't put out a net that will obstruct other boats from traveling and doing their thing. Number seven. If you need the bathroom and you're traveling, you're allowed to go use somebody's wall and do what you need to do. Numbers where we have to eight. I'm sorry. Even if it's a field that's growing karkim, karkim is saffron, right? Very expensive, correct. Number wherever up to, I lost track. Eight. You're allowed to travel through somebody's private property as long as it's at a certain time of the year, and that is till the second rain, which is Rashi's opinion is Yudzayim Cheshvan. Um, this big one is when that second rain is, but the beginning of the winter, because at that point, until that point, you're not necessarily damaging the person's field. <laughs> Number nine, you're allowed to veer off to the side of the roads and even go into people's properties because of the pegs that are in the roads, which make it hard to traverse the road. Number ten, um, somebody that's lost in somebody's vineyard, mafsig mafsig He's allowed to cut his way through, even though he's chopping down vines. He can instead of trying to find his way out, he can just cut his way all the way out. That's also permitted. Number eleven, and that's the problem. We said this ten. The Gemara is going to ask this question: Is If a person dies and he's a meis mitzvah, he has no relatives to bury him. Where he dies, he owns that area, and he's allowed to. Um, he's, he's buried there on the spot and we don't carry him and even if it's in somebody's private backyard that now officially has a caver of this mace mitzvah 
These are the 10 slash 11 Takonis that Yeshua was Misaklin. Now let's go through them one by one. Shimar Mecharshim. This that you're allowed to pasture in somebody else's forest. Only if you have small cattle in a large forest. We're not worried that it's going to depopulate. That's not the word. Dedensify. I don't know if that's a good word either. Who cares? It sounds fancy. Dedensify the forest. Small animals in small forests. Big animals in big forests. Loi, for sure you can't because it's going to ruin the forest. And of course, you can't have big animals in a small forest because it'll definitely ruin it. So the situation is only when it's a daka bedaka, that's when you're allowed to, I'm sorry, daka begasa, then you're allowed to um, have your animal pasture in the other person's, in the other person's forest. And the next takana they made was, Yeshua made was, you're allowed to go to somebody's field and collect wood. If you need wood, firewood, go ahead, someone else's backyard and do what you need to do. Says the Gemara, not so quickly, not any type of wood, only by Hizmi and Higgy. Hizmi and Higgy are thorns and bushes and thor- thistles. And th- what do you say? Yeah, thorns and thistles. Whatever that is. <laughs> it's a type of thorn. It so, is? Yeah. So what's the difference? Different species. Thistle. Okay, only only behizmi behigi. Avol b'shar eitzim, but other woods, other firewoods, loy one is not allowed to go ahead and take. Vafilu behizmi behigi leamaron, even by hizmi and higi, that's only okay. Elu b'mechubaron if they are attached. Avol betulishin if they were already cut down loy, because we assume the person wanted it for his camel or for some other reasons that he wanted to have it there. Vafilu b'mechubaron leamaron elu belach only if it's moist. Hizmi and higi. But it's being negi. Avul beyevashim. But if they dried out loy, then you're not allowed to because again, it's meant to be consumed um, by his animals, perhaps. And even when you do it, you also have to make sure that you're not literally uprooting it. You only could take a little bit to go. Um, that's it. The next takana was in You could pluck grass from anywhere. Chutz me stay tilson unless it's a fenugreek field. Says the remember the Tilson Ma'ole Asavim, you're telling me I'm not to pluck grass from a fenugreek field. That means that grass is very beneficial for fenugreek to help it grow. That's why I can't pluck the grass. But I have a Mishnah that tells us that the opposite is true, that grass is detrimental to fenugreek. Where do I see that? In Hilchus Kalayim, you don't have two species grow near each other. And if yes, you have to uproot it. But if you have Tilson, if you have a fenugreek field, and you have a savim growing there, we don't obligate you to take it out. You know why? Because you're probably going to do it anyways. You know why? Because it's detrimental to your fenugreek. So we have a stereo. Is grass near fenugreek beneficial or vice? Or fakir? Says the Gemara, It depends why you planted it. Is it for the seeds or is it for the zirin? So if you planted the seeds, if you planted the tilson to plant further, so there it makes it problematic. But if it's you planted it to consume it, which is zirin, as Rashi gives it a French name, then then um, you'll let, then it, it it doesn't weaken it doesn't weaken it. Says the Gemara, um, and the Gemara explains. Lizera kashalu. 
If kashala, if it's to be able to produce more seeds to be able to replant, that's not good. Kashala asavim, grass is not good for it. The makachala because it weakens it. Lazirian, but if you planted it for consumption, then malula is the gersus sabach asavim. Then it's better for it to have grass. The chikaimi bein asavim miyachava because when it's growing amongst the grasses, it becomes um, softer. It grows. It spreads out and it becomes like a like a trellises keilu for the for the fenugreek. It has a place to lay on and to grow, which somehow is better. Don't know. Or you can distinguish between fenugreek and fenugreek when it's kama adam kama behema. You're planting it for human consumption or animal consumption. Why the kivendil behemahu the zara asafim nami mibayola. If you're planting for animals, so grass is also something that you would want in the same location. Says Ramanaya Dinon. When you walk by the field, how are you supposed to know why the guy planted it? The guy doesn't think up beside him, I planted it for Betsy the cow versus Betsy the wife. So how are you supposed to know? Amir Papa, so if Papa said, Sha'are Mishare La Adam, Sha'are Mishare La Adam, Loy If it's Sha'are Mishare, the way Rashi explains it is that it's made in rows, then obviously it was made, planted for humans. But if it's not, if it's just wild, it's splattered all over the place, it's splattered, it's not necessarily organized, then it's for the behemoths. The next takana was, you're allowed to cut down any branches, if you want to take it to graft in your own field or something along those lines. Find him in Shas again. So, the name of a elder Individual, which if we make it to the end of the daft today, we'll find out who that is. Bezayis kebeo. When it comes to an olive tree, you can only take the size of an egg. Now, what that means is a big machlekes in the Rishonim. Rashi learns about six lines from the end of the page. Kishir goyva beo tzarich laniach ben azayis malamata samachalgeza. If you want to cut off from azayis, you have to leave at least an egg height full of olive in order to cut it off. Whether it's per branch or per the whole tree, it's a big discussion in the Rishonim, but we'll go through Ashish Pshapa now. Bekanim, Ubegafanim, when it's reeds or vines, you want to cut that off to take it to go. Minapkak Ulamala, from the knot in the tree and upwards, you let it cut off. I don't know anything about trees, so if you. Do you know what knot is? I do not. But all other trees, it's good that we're learning about trees because it's too much math, but I know nothing about trees. Only from the oivoy of the ilon, what's oivoy? So Rashi says, from its fruit. The small branches that produce the fruit from that point and on, not from the trunk. That's one shot. Rashi, Rashi gives another shot. Anybody know anywhere else the word oivai or ibai, oivai? That's the... That's with the iron. Usually. What? Oivai It is true, but it's not... Yeah. Be'ibai. Be'ibai hanachal. Ibai. It is a song. That is correct. It is shir shirim. That is correct. Now, who wrote the song? It's a Heintegger. 
I'm talking Kemper. He's uh... okay. So, so you're not going with the Chudo is the, is the sharp part. Yeah, yeah. The, the big. Sure, no problem. Rashi has another gear, so Rashi brings that from the Shuvah. Say, you can look at it. We're gonna move on. We wanna finish it off. Um, you can take from a tree that doesn't yet produce. You can also take from the side that doesn't get to see the sun. Let's get the page. But not from the side of the tree that gets sunlight, as Rashi says, because the place where the sun comes, it's best fruits. Right? So Rashi and also, that the best fruits are the ones that have the most sun. We megat gerish yirachim, meresh harikedem, etc. Those are the best grapes. Rashi marks hashanah megat tuah shamesh, which Rashi brings down a chumash also that the sun is very good for the fruits, for the sweetness. The more sun, the sweeter the fruit is. Okay. Umayin ayotze tchilo bnei imestapim. The next commitment that they made amongst each other was going to be that if there's a stream that forms. Anybody in the city can take from it. But you have to pay the guy that owns it. He's allowed, you're allowed to take, but you also have to pay him. But the one says, it's not true. We don't pass like that. You don't have to pay him. It's everybody's water. It comes, it's all owned by Hashem. And if you found a source of water, thank you very much. But it's for everybody to consume. Can we say that the water upstream has guys have priority? Correct. Well, that's a, 100%. So yeah. We're just saying that you can't stop it. You can't say nobody else can take well, if, if I don't have enough for my upstream town, then I can... First of all, the Gemara over there is talking about, not necessarily in Eretz Yisrael, we're talking about anywhere in general when there's an arrangement made. We were talking about Eretz Yisrael, number one. Number two, we're talking about there was no stream in the first place. And all of a sudden, you, you, I found a stream. I dug a, I made a, a well and I found water. So now you can't say that uh, I could take first. What can you take first? Based on what the Eretz is, based on Eretz Yisrael and it's everybody's. Says more machakim biyam shaltayo. You're allowed to go fishing in the yam shaltayo. Ovavacha yufro is kela biyam with the sasfina. So you don't put out something that could obstruct other boats. It's a different different sheets of exactly what it means, but that's the shah we're going to go with. Um, the, then you can't. Avotzadhu b'rishasos u'bechmaros, but you're allowed to use different types of nets. I don't know the difference between rishasos and mechmaros. Does the art school have differences? Translation. Various types of nets. Okay, there you go. There was a net zero gain on asking art school on that. Um, the it's pretty decent, R- really. It's better than the not uh, retrieve, but you know. <laughs> uh, um, uh, now, what's the that You allowed to go fishing in the Kinaris? The chiddush is that even though that lake is in the chiddush of Shevet Naftali fully, so I would think that the lake is owned by Naftali. So they get all the fish in the lake as well. Naftali, the whole thing that's There's no yard in there. The entire Yam Kineris is within the portion of Naftali. So what we call today the Golan, the other side, that was Shevet Menashe. But they don't own the lake. The lake itself is all Naftali. 
So I would think that maybe Naftali owns the fish, Kamashwan, they do, but they can't stop anybody from going fishing in the Kinaras if they want to. The Mara elaborates on this a little bit more. Tanara Bonon, Rishoyna Hisnu Shwatam Zamza, originally Shwatam made this deal amongst themselves, so Yifris Kliya Viyamad Sasrina, Avutsarhu Bishasa, Birishasais, Uba Mahmarais, they made that arrangement. Tanara Bonon, Yamashat Vayo, Bechalkaisha Naftali Haisa, it was in the Chalik of Naftali, Vlaoid, Al Shinatal Malachevel Kherem, he also took a little piece of land outside the Canaris to the south of it in order It got Yom, the west of the Canaris and the Canaris itself, and the south of the Canaris. So therefore, till today, I mean till today, today, today the, 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 whatever, the Israeli government put up that you're entering Sheva Naftali as you get close to the Canaris, like really, literally a couple of feet before you get to the Canaris, it says welcome to Sheva Naftali area. Because the first couple of feet of after the Kinaris is all Shevet Naftali. Tanya Reb Shimon Allah Zaymer. No, you can't stop anybody from traveling throughout the zone. The streets and highways, right? The point of this, all these Takanas were that Eretz Yisrael is for Klai Yisrael. That's the best way to put it. Eretz Yisrael is for Klal Yisrael. Tanur Rabbanon, I'm sorry, Tanya, Reb Shimon Allah Zayimah, Tulushin Shebaharim, when you came to that soil and you found mountains, and on top of them there were cut off trees, Bechestis Klal Shwatim, it's anybody's, it's fair game. He named them. Umachubarim, but if they're attached, Bechestis Yisrael Shevet, then we assume that tree belongs to the Shevet that got that area. Ve'en l'chok Klal Shevet Yisrael, She'en l'bahar, u'ba Shefeilo, u'ba Negev, u'ba Emek. Everybody got every type of topography and it's as well. They got highlands, lowlands, plains, mountainous, deserts. They got everybody got a little bit of everything. Shinemar, as the Pasuk says, Pnulo Sulachem, Uvayu Haramari, So it says over there that they got all this, it's all this Amari. So if that's all Amari, that means every one of the Kirani, the Prizi, they all had. Every type of topography within Eretz Yisrael. It is fascinating. Eretz Yisrael is one of the most unique countries that you could drive 20 minutes and you just went through like four different types of landscapes. Like, you just want to... Topographical areas. French linguistics. Says the... So, the Gemara says that Eretz Yisrael has every different type. Tosis is bothered... That the Gemara says himself is Baba Basro, that it sounds like when Mashiach comes, it's going to be every type. But now it's not. So Tayshu says, no, when Baba Basra is talking about when Mashiach is going to come, every Yid is going to get every type in Eretz Yisrael. Every Yid is going to get an oasis, it's going to get a desert, it's going to get a highlands, a lowlands, a forest area, a plain. Everybody's going to get all those types personally, not every, every shaded. The next icon they made was that if somebody needs to make a rest stop, the chiddush is that you let to take a, a rock out of the wall of the person's property to use it as a as a um, as a what as a shaman, right? And you allowed to do this even on Shabbos, which is a chiddush because you say from the wall. It's not I'm not live nice, it's just say we're going to see that that's that we're not going to see, but that happens to be a big discussion regarding say I'm not living over here. What's the issue? Mazutra Chasido, 
and we call him a chassid because we're about to see shakul. Uh, he would, you know, if he ever needed, he took a rock out of someone's wall, used it as a sharman, as we call it over here. Umahader, and he would even put it back to make sure the person wasn't missing any part of his wall. And he would tell his servant, tomorrow go uh, cement it back in so it should be strong as well. Okay. I have a cash on this, but I'm going to move on. Umahalchen, Also, they were masakin that you're allowed to walk through people's domains. Till the second rain of the season comes. Here in Buffalo, we live, it's so bad when people walk through the field. Even when there's dew on it and people walk through, it ruins the field. So you can't walk through in our location, Bechlal. Now the pedal to this is, where is our Papa coming over here? We're talking about our Tisrael. He's at the concert of Tisrael. Our Papa lived in Bavel. That is the segue to the next staff, as we're going to see in a second. One is allowed to veer off the main road and go on the side into people's properties to avoid the potholes, the Seydes Adrachim. So the Gemara says a story. Shmuel every Yehuda were once traveling and have a mistalik Shmuel and Shmuel was moving to the side and avoiding the pitfalls and the potholes and he was going on people's properties. So the Talmud said to him, This is even in Bavli that I walk on people's properties? That's what this is. Yeah, I actually hold this is also true. What? Huh? Okay, so um, so I hold that it should be also in Bavel the same thing. The reason for that is, as the Rishonim point out, is there was so many Yidden living in Bavel, like the whole area was dominated by Yidden. So it was Ke'ilu, they all made this agreement also that the rules from Etzisol would be applicable also in Bavel. Jewish communities have a right to make that amongst themselves. If you have, if you go to New Square, they can make their rules because, again, it's an all Jewish community. They have a right to decide who can walk on what side of the street. If you have a problem, you don't have to go visit. So I think about Rabbi Rabbi Reb Chio. It's 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 mashma, it's mashma that more than just these this one alone. Yeah, because the before if Papa says even regarding do on people's fields, it's a separate case. So it sounds like more. Obviously, the Yam Kineret is not going to be in a gale. Um Nobody owns it, but yeah, but seemingly more than the yeah. Rabbi and Rabbi were once traveling, and they were avoiding these potholes, so they were walking on the side. They saw the distance ahead of them, Rabbi ben Kenusa was walking on the main street, and he was, you know, dodging the potholes. Instead of going on people's property, he was walking down the street, but obviously being very conscientious not to get hurt. But seemingly, more than anything, very conscientious not to walk into people's properties. Rebbe was very disappointed. Who's this person that's showing us up? Like, you can walk on the street, even if it's a little bit difficult. Who's this person? Maybe it's a Rebbe Ben Kenusa. Looks like a Rebbe Ben Kenusa. And he's my Talmud, but you should know. If he's doing it, he's not doing it to, to show us up. He's doing it because he happens to be a very elegant person. It makes sense he wouldn't want to walk on somebody's property. When they caught up to him, Chazi, they sort of was talking him. Amalei, so Rabbi told him, "Ilav Yehuda ben Kenusat, had you not been who Rabbi said you were, Gizartinu l'shakiyach begizur the parcel, I would have used a metal rod to chop off your legs. Meaning, I would have put you with the cherim. Why? You are walking around. I'm chashiv. I, you know, I'm gonna I'm so makpid. I'm so firm not to walk in people's. 
showing that you sow from the, the, the deserving of being put into Kherim. That's the one that says, not me. Next, Hatoy Ben Akramim, somebody that's lost in a vineyard, Mafsig, Vyorid Mafsig, he could cut his way out through the vines and he doesn't have to worry. Torah Baron the brings a bride that elaborates on this. If you see somebody else that is lost between the Kramim, Mafsig, Vyorid Mafsig, Vyorid, Achim Aleul Ir, till you get him back to the city. Or to the path. So to a person privately, if he's lost in a vineyard, like if somebody, like what's the point? If somebody else could do it and I could do it, why would I, like, it's a chiddish. So too he could do it. No, I would have thought talk or not. The friend at least knows how to get out, so he's just cutting his way to make it easier to get out. So maybe he's allowed to. I would say, if you don't know where you're going, so retrace your steps, walk backwards till you go out. What's your head to start cutting? Maybe you're going to cut right, and then you're going to cut left, and then you're going to go this way, and you go that way till you get out. You might just like, damage the whole thing. I would think that not. Come on, one you can. Says the Gemara, One minute. Helping somebody get saved is a Dairaisu. The Tanya, How do you know? Not only if somebody lost an item, but somebody lost himself. He's lost. How do you know the mitzvah of Shavu The guy stops you for directions. You have to think this is a Shavu Savedu. I'm helping the person that's lost. So you're supposed to help him. means not Return him to himself. Says Of course, the deraisa is that you can help him out and you can walk through somebody's backyard. But how do you know you can cut your way through to, to do what you need to do? That's where the Takana of Yeshua Benun made with the people of Is- the Israelites as they were entering, crossing the Jordan into the land of Canaan. Says the the last one was Umeis Mitzvah, a dead body, find a corpse some, lying somewhere, right there is where he gets buried, even if it's in somebody's backyard, he acquires that location. Says Baramini, ask you a stereo. If you find a body laying in the Estratia, the Estratia was a public thoroughfare, or some, something like that. Or you take him off the road, either to the right or to the left. Stay stay near. If you had an option to either a empty field or a plowed field, stay put him into the put him into the empty field. Stay near stay zara. If you have a plowed field and a planted field, stay near, meaning minimize damage as much as you can. How you stay in Bayreuth, or stay in Neroyth, stay in Zeruyth, So how could you tell me, how could you tell me that here we're starting to tell you the better one, the right, pick the left, go this way, go that way. We're talking about when a person's laying mamish on the road. And there you have to move him out of the way. Kahana, I'm going to walk, and so on and so forth. So therefore, you have to move to the side. Once you move to the side, then already we're giving you suggestions. Should you go right? Should you go right? Left? Well, it depends. Which one's plowed? Which one's planted? Which one's empty? So therefore, we're giving you suggestions in that location. Atkan, the ten that things that, Yeshu, that Yeshua ben was Masakin, Klai Yisrael takes it upon themselves. As we went through it, we counted, and we reached number 11. And the Mara makes that count right now. Also, Amri Asaro. You're telling me it's 10, but I counted and it's 11. Says, you're right, there's one mistake. The one that you let it walk through people's backyard up to the second rain of the year, that was Shloim That wasn't Yeshua Benun, that was Shloim HaMalach made that rule. A guy finished already harvesting all his fruits. And yet he's being mocked when people shouldn't walk through his backyard. What do you care? 
What do you care? Your fruits are, are trimmed already, cut. What do people say about him? Look how much benefit this guy could have from walking through. And what's the damage that this guy is going to have from it? Nothing. About him it says, Ephraim, without looking, you have to tell me where this Pasuk is. About him the Pasuk says, From being good, for, for, you have the option of being good, do not be called bad. Where's this Pasuk? Ephraim? Says the Gemara, there's no such pasik. Umiksiv? Check question. Umiksiv? There's such a pasik? The Gemara knew the whole Tanakh. Umiksiv? Even the Torah didn't know. It's an epigram. Epigram? What is an epigram? P-I-G-R-A-N. This is epigram. Oh, something that people say. A common, you, common, a common saying. It's a common saying. Sprah. Yeah, it's a, it's a... How would we say it today? It's a... Okay, that's how I say it. Silver Springs. I'm saying how we say it over here in the Northeast. It's a common... It's a... It's a, it's a saying. Thank you. It's a saying. Sprah. It's a saying. No? Isn't that the way people say it? There's a famous saying? No? There's a famous cliche. epigram? Huh? Cliche is the word? Okay, cliche, fine. So, so the Gemara says, There's such a Pasig? says, In. Not, not like that, but there's a Pasig like that. What's the Pasig? Don't hold back good from, uh, from someone that deserves it when you have the ability to do it. And who said that Pasig? that if you can be a nice guy and it's not going to damage you, be a nice guy. So we have ten because you take out that one. You have to so yeah. I'm not going to talk about it. So why the question? Why did Gemara even include it? We're talking about ten things that Yeshua said. The Gemara insert something Shlomo said. You want to ask the question? right in the middle. Very very good question. Says about Vasulaiko, that's it you have, you got ten only from Yeshubadun? I found more. I scanned Chas and I found more. That wasn't a Takano. It was it wasn't a Takano they made entering it as well. It was a Kherim, yeah. Well, Ikka Dirabihuda, there's another one that Rebuda said the time Rebuda Aimer Bishas, it's a Zvalim, when it's time to remove the Zevel, or the mighty Zivla Shusrabim, a person allowed to put it out in the streets, but Savior calls Shimon and leave it there for thirty days. Kideshi Nisha Bragli, other Bragla Hamer, so it should become Compost? Is that the word? Yeah, I think that's the word, right? That was good. Crushed? Compost is much better. Yeah, because Arsenal's not written by people from out of town. Okay, I think compost is a good word. Yeah, so you wait till it becomes compost. So here's another one that you're allowed to put out your Zevel. Number two. I have another one that Yeshua made. He's going to ask a few, and then he's going to answer all of them. Another one. Tonight, Bezdin, who it's a condition that was made by Bezdin. She is a yerul techstei chaveroi. You could walk into somebody else's backyard. We could say seichoi shel chaveroi, and you could chop off the guy's branch of his tree. Lahatzel nechil shaloi to save your your swarm of bees. Meaning you have bees, and they usually come back to the beehive. 
but this guy has a good branch and good things that the bees like to hang out, you go ahead and chop down the guy's branch. It's disturbing your bee, bee uh, raising ceremony, so therefore you can do. You pay him back how much that branch costs. But this way your bees come back. Another, another thing that you show him is sacrament. If two people are walking and a guy has a yayin jug and the other guy has a dvash jug and the, the dvash jug splits open and the, the dvash is, is pouring out, he's, he's allowed to go over to the wine guy, force him to pour out his wine to save his honey because wine is cheaper than honey. Not, nowadays, that's not the case. But wine is cheaper than honey. And therefore, you're allowed to force the guy to save your honey for his wine. Obviously, you're going to pay for the wine. If you're carrying Pishton, and the other guy is carrying Eitzim, and then your camel breaks down, you can force the guy that's carrying Eitzim to get rid of his Eitzim, that his camel should carry your Pishton, because Pishton is worth that much more. So I found three more that should have been mentioned. So my answers. These are all in the name of certain specific Tanoim. We said before the first one was Behuda, the second one was and so to the third. We're not talking about individual opinions, we're talking about general. Says the Gemara of Haki Asir, Ravin, Haki Asir, Ravin, 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 you can only bring and say the parish of Mikra Bikurim if it was a tree that grew in your backyard, not if it sucked nutrients out of your neighbor's backyard. But Elon that's Neutral or Elon that's so close, he's allowed to. Because that was part of the condition that Yeshua Benun made when Klaisel got went there to show. So that is definitely not a Yechidah, or at least that's a Rabbi Yechidah statement, and that's a seemingly, nobody's arguing on that. So therefore, how do you explain that one? And the Mara gives one answer that answers all the questions. Who's the Tana that said that Yeshua Benun made only 10 Tanoim? That is Rabbi Shulman Levi. He actually had explicitly. When we learned the Bryce and Amaral, we said we're going to find out who it is. So, of course, there was more to them that Yeshua made. But there's 10 that Yeshua Ben Levi said that Yeshua Ben Nun made. And obviously, there's other opinions that hold up there's more as well. Rabbi Yechon argues. Rabbi Huda has another one. Rabbi Yechon has another one, two. And therefore, according to Yeshua Ben Levi, there's 10 that were made. Obviously, one from Shalim has somehow got sucked in as well. But for now, here's where we'll stop because we're ready to tomorrow's stop. This is what, what are we going to do tomorrow? And tomorrow, Beth Shem, we're going to discuss the Tachonis that Ezra say for me when Kai Saul came into Eretz Yisrael the second time. Yeshua was the first time into Eretz Yisrael. These Tachonis tomorrow will be the Tachonis that Ezra made on the second reading. Entrance to Eretz Yisrael.